Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Claudia Monacelli here, the host of the podcast, this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. And, um, you know, when I mentioned to a a woman I know, I said, oh, hey, I have a, a podcast called Let's Talk Soul. And she said, oh, it's about music. <laughs> I said, no, it could be about music. And um, and so, you know, I, for, for years now, it's been three years just about that I've been running my podcast. And even if we have talked about science, spirituality, and usually the underlying factor is always about what people feel in their, a lot of people call it their gut in their consciousness okay so um and and i like to use the word soul that is this abstract notion nobody really can describe it you know so who do we have here today with us um today i have anastasia marie Lindsay. say hello anastasia hello how's everyone doing? <laughs> she's talking to us from illinois today let me give you a little information about her before we drill her for her <laughs> for what she wants to talk about what i want her to talk about okay so anastasia's um she calls herself a timeless soul and so she should know what a soul is right we'll see and an author who builds beautiful poems so she is a poet to capture the hearts of souls here's that word again around the world um in the loving and supportive way she has uh, books that i will have her talk about and she has a, a, a small business called um if i get this right summer solace holistic healing and poetry. Whew, yes. It's a mouthful. It <laughs> um, and she uses different modalities uh, to help others heal, including Reiki, meditation, sound healing, hypnosis, and has recently started her journey into shamanism. Um, just when others think there couldn't possibly be more, she always enjoys painting, drawing. So we have this underlying idea that she is an artist in, in many ways and important ways. Um, let's say, where else? What else did she do here? Singing. She has a voice. <laughs> she has a voice. She even auditioned for The Voice in 2017. Um, and she'll, did, how did that go, Anastasia? It was a very amazing experience. I didn't make it, uh -huh. but just the of singing and sharing my voice it was a great experience good good her angelic soul and empathic nature make her one of a kind in this world and i'll open a digression here like we all are we all are one of a kind her words take you on so many journeys and uh, with the strong hope of allowing the reader to return back home safe 
in love. So there's another key word here, love. And I'll, I'll, in the description of this episode, I will include her uh, social media should you want to get in touch with her. So Anastasia, what's a nice girl like you doing in Oh, not Ohio, Illinois. <laughs> Close enough, pretty yeah, much. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised here in Illinois. So uh-huh. um, all of my family is here. So very close knit with my family. I don't mm-hmm. want to travel too far from them. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have your own family or or are you still living with your parents or? I have like- my own family. I don't have children, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping very soon that my own little spirit baby will make its way to me. <laughs> another little soul coming into the yeah, world. Another little soul. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, um, when I prep a, a, um, a potential guest, they give me an idea and I, I, you know, we talk and we negotiate sort of what topics we can, we would both feel comfortable talking about and mm. and I see for those of you who don't have the benefit of video, I'll just explain. I see in the background there's sort of like a mirror, but I do see a fan whirling yes. around. Is that right? <laughs> yes. So it must be very warm. <laughs> it's starting to get warm yeah. and it gets pretty humid here in Illinois. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, okay, so one of the topics that she uh definitely um, is is um, professionally prepared to speak of is energy healing and healing ourselves. And she adds the notion of rewriting our stories. Now, I like that, you know, right before we started rolling, I like that idea of our stories because everything is a story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about if you start, I'll give you the ball and you start talking and then I... You, I will dive in and ask for clarification every now and then. Go ahead. You're on. Perfect. So I, I like to say that we all are in control of our own destinies and our own stories. And that's why I like to start off with rewriting your story, because sometimes there's parts of our stories that are painful, that are traumatic, that are really sensitive to bring up. But we have the power to rewrite our story, to add in chapters, to really spruce up a part of our story. So growing up, I was always sensitive, very empathetic, very in tune. Well, with what my did own that energy. look like, um, Anastasia? How did that look yeah. like? Give me an example about being sensitive. So everything, I could feel everything, even when I didn't know I was feeling it. I knew I was feeling something and it was making me upset. It was making me anxious, worried, scared. Mm -hmm. I had no problem experiencing feelings growing up. Mm -hmm. If if it's a feeling, I experienced it. Um, But more on the sensitive side where it didn't take much for my little soul to start crying. Very emotional, whether they were happy tears, sad tears, fearful tears. I'm a crier. Mm-hmm. I always cried, grew up crying um, and very empathetic. So I could sympathize and empathize with the person right next to me. Even if I never walked a mile in their shoes, mm-hmm. I could see that their shoes were worn. I could see yeah. that their soul was tired. And yeah. I just knew from a very young age that I'm feeling a lot of emotions right now mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> And my family never really understood that. If I Uh was crying, they're like, well, what are you crying about? And I didn't have an answer. I'm not sure why I'm crying. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm as you're talking, I started thinking this key word came up that I uh, in in my intro of you, this shamanism, okay, and oh, yeah. there's there's a lot of mystery around this word shamanism, and um, people say it, it initiated in in Russia, in very very far east. Others say the Indians, and others say you know. So there is, but but underlying it all, what is the practice of shamanism? If we had to, you know, sort of get a give a brief summary. Absolutely. So shamanism for me is connecting with all parts spirit and all Mm -hmm. parts of a person's soul, even the soul of the earth. So you can connect with parts of yourself, parts of another person, the spirit and energy behind plants and the earth and objects. And at a deeper level, at a core level, shamanism is learning how to drop ego and to really embody that that side of you or that that place of you that is full love, all forgiving, all knowing, yeah. and you use that to your advantage to really help yourself and the evolution of other souls in this world. You know, I feel like it's okay. such a broad. Topic. I'm going to stop <laughs> stop you there now. Okay. Um. This the key words that have been emerging. You know, this being empathic and being sensitive, and then the shaman. Um, There is a downside to all of this, isn't there? Yes. And what is that? So for me, it's, it's in being in tune with the emotions and feelings and spirits that in a subjective way are less than love and light. We do have that and we are surrounded by that. And you do come in contact with people who are not embodying their highest self. And you have to learn how to approach this person. But but not only... I didn't mean not only to approach them, the, the Mm -hmm. downside, the effect that it has on you. Oh, absolutely. It's very draining. Um, You have to learn how to ground your energy because you can get very depleted. How do you do that? How do you do that? For me, it's being out in nature Mm -hmm. or spending time in quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, Solitude is big for me. I don't Mm -hmm. like to be alone, but I like to have alone time. Mm -hmm. That's very um, therapeutic for me. And for grounding, it's walking outside and being very present with what's going on around me, whether it's the birds chirping, how my feet feel as I'm walking on the ground, because then I'm being back in tune with myself. Okay. So let me give you a scenario. All right. Okay. you're you're every day you get up okay I'm just making this up now you get up you have your tea your biscuits whatever you have a sort of rituals to start your day you pray you meditate you whatever you do all right in the flow of your day you see clients in the flow of your day you notice that strange things happen strange things happen you fall you know, yeah. when are you going to fall? You don't have heels on, you fall. Or, yeah. you know, you you um, you hit your hip onto whatever, a table that's always been in that spot or things that wake you up, sort of, you know, give you a rude awakening. And yeah. I'm wondering if things like that, that's how it comes out to me when when I okay. meet my, my guides are telling me, come on, <laughs> you know. Yes. In your case, when do you know that um, I don't mean just simply grounding, but mm-hmm. cleansing and clearing completely your energy when you acquire negative energy from your surroundings. 
How do you do that? So I, when I know I've been in contact with something that doesn't align with me, a certain energy frequency or person, I can feel it in my body. I start to feel sick, nauseous, um, even fearful, and there's nothing to be afraid of, but I have um, fear inside of me. I do a spiritual cleanse where I go take a shower Yeah, and I imagine the water is running down on me. And it's washing away anything that I might have picked up if I didn't start my day with my protective practice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just get caught up in the rustle and bustle of I life. I hear you. I hear you. And you forget to put your protection around yeah, you. Yeah, sure. I got it. So if I do, I'll just make sure to come home. Or I'll, if I'm not in a place where I can take a shower, I'll go to a bathroom, a sink, and I'll get a cup full of cold water in my hands and I'll just massage my face. The water really helps. Yeah. The water water is very... Sometimes, you know, as a a light worker and a healer myself, I'm prone to this and with the hustle and bustle, I forget. Even when I go into internet, I forget, you know, and then this craziness starts and I thought, oh my God, I think, well, okay, here you are again, you know, Um, but but sometimes, sometimes I'm not able, and it doesn't happen very often, but two, three times a year, it does. I'm unable to break the pattern, this negative pattern. And that's when I turn to a, a fellow light worker, a fellow energy healer and, uh, it's like going to the dentist, you know, I can't pull out my tooth. He's got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, when I'm going to take you back, I'm sorry, I would keep interrupting, but absolutely. we're going back to energy healing and healing ourselves. So the yes. stories I, I need to have from you a more uh, pragmatic, a more uh, a concrete uh, example Right. So maybe you can make up a Miss X or Mr. Y and say, he came to me for this, that, and the other thing. Uh, this is how we approached it. And the result was this, that, and the other thing. Uh, let's say a positive case and a not so positive case. Okay. When it worked very well beyond your expectations, you know, or Absolutely. when it just didn't work at all and you you were confounded, you just didn't know. Can can you do that? You am I catching yeah. you off board? That's okay. <laughs> um, so positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client come in to me and she lived a good life as far as good will take her. I mean, she had a loving family, grew up good, went to good school, but she did struggle with her confidence, her self-esteem. When she looked at herself in the mirror, she did not feel pretty. There was something about her that just was, she compared herself to everyone around her. Mm -hmm. And I kind of tried to dive deeper. You know, did your parents put a heavy expectation on you? Um, You know, where might have this have stemmed from? And she grew up in a school where she was different. She looked different. In what way? She looked different. Yeah, she was um, a different ethnicity. She went uh-huh. to a predominantly white school mm-hmm. and she was darker skinned. Uh-huh. And so that was where she was discovered. Yeah, that maybe I'm not pretty because I'm surrounded by people that don't look like me. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, let's rewrite your story because you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everyone's beautiful in their own unique ways. But sometimes it's hard for us to see that when we're not surrounded by people that look like us, we start to, we start to write a story that tells ourselves we're not beautiful and we're not enough because 
everyone yeah. else around us. So how there. does the rewriting process begin? Yeah, so we did a little bit of everything. Um, first, we just tapped into sound healing only. I said, I just want you to lie here and relax. So and this is in person, an in person encounter. Yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Just lie here and relax. Listen to the sound frequencies of the bowls and just allow yourself to be. Okay. And so we did that. And then we jumped into yeah. a guided yeah. visualization. I said, I want yeah. you to bring yourself to your I want mind. you to breathe. Did, what did you say? Breathe. I wanted her to bring a ah, of, bring. Yes. Yes. Um, a visual of herself in her mind's eye. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I said, however you are, however you would like to see yourself, your mm -hmm. highest version of yourself. And so I said, and just sit with that for a little bit, see what feelings and emotions come up for you. Mm -hmm. So then we did that while I gave her Reiki. Uh -huh. And then I said, I want you to bring the version of yourself that is all loving, all forgiving, all knowing, and embody that. I want you to see yourself in that light. And I want you to feel that light traveling through your body. Mm -hmm. And I said, I know, and I am very confident that you can start to find these ways of self-discovery that's going to make you begin to fall in love with yourself. Okay. So a process of visualization, uh, visualization. Uh, we call it probably. And how long yes. did this take? Was this one session or a series of sessions? A series of sessions. So uh -huh. I would, we would end a session and I said, I want you to find one thing that makes yourself feel beautiful or that makes you feel mm -hmm. alive. Come back to me. We'll talk about that. So I okay. gave her a series of prompts and tasks that she could do on her own that I wasn't saying, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. I said, okay. do something, find something, create something, and then come back and tell me how that felt for you. Did okay. you discover something new about yourself okay. that so way? So this, this yeah. was say one meeting and then the next and the next. Before you started, did you already decide how many? I mean, did you offer her a package of three? Uh, you had maybe an intake session, a, you know, sort of a conversation or an interview, and then you decided, okay, this woman would bef benefit from three sessions or uh, yeah. we'll try one, see how it goes. And then we'll take, how, how did you, I don't want to use the word sell, but it is a sale. How did you yeah. promote it to her? Um, I always do a consult just to see uh -huh. if energetically they align with me. Right, exactly. Not, Very you know, important. I wanna yeah. Make yeah, I want to make sure that they feel comfortable and aligned with me. And if mm -hmm. they don't, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that there's someone else out there that will sure. be able to help them sure. in ways that maybe mm -hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. So I always yeah. do a consult, see where they're at. And then I do say that I always recommend more than one session mm -hmm. because it takes a while to rewrite our stories. I would love to say that you just have to see me one time and then you're, you're going to be mm -hmm. okay. Uh -huh. So I say this, the amount of sessions is completely up to them mm -hmm. and they can keep coming back as long as they sure. like. Mm -hmm. And then I work out pricing plans for them. If okay. they're like, I really love doing this and I don't want to stop, yeah. then I'll either offer discounts or their okay. next set of six. Okay. You know, I always try to be accommodating for people. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, so now we're, um, there, there is this um, this emerging um, profession, this emerging skill that you have, the writer of poetry. When did that start? In grade school, and uh -huh. I had no idea that I was a poet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just started off as a writing assignment in English mm -hmm. class. We were to write a poem, 
And the energy that my teacher felt and the emotions that I was able to conjure through my poems really moved my teacher. And she's like, I really think you have a natural gift for writing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at that age, whatever is said to you as a child, whether it's good or bad, it clicks. It clicks. Sure, sure. For me. Yeah, that yeah. really made me feel special and like, wow, I, oh, you were lucky. Yeah. You were lucky uh, because <laughs> it's not always the case that teachers are positive in that way, especially yeah. at a young formative um, age. Um, yeah. So, so you did, you do have a book, is that correct? Mm-hmm. And the title, the title of it is? Ocean. <laughs> Ocean. Okay. When did Ocean. you um, write that? What year? That was wrote in 2021. Yeah. And then I submitted it for publishing in 2022. Uh-huh. And then it was finally published in December of 2022. Okay. So recently, recently, recently. Good, yes. It's good. <laughs> um, and where could we find this? Because I don't have this on my, on my um, uh, one sheet here. I don't have the, and you could find they people could find it on Amazon I imagine right yes it's mm-hmm. on Amazon you just search ocean by Anastasia Lindsay uh-huh ocean it's by Anastasia Lindsay okay pretty yeah. blue cover good pretty blue um, cover um of all the things that you um offer people offer mm-hmm. clients um let's say I'm I'm going to put myself in the position of being a client, a potential client. Okay. okay. I'm a person that has done all of these things the same in many ways. I've done, done many of the things that you have been doing, but yeah. for some reason, I just, um, recently I've been meeting strange people. I'm, I'm making up this situation. Okay. I've been meeting strange people who just have rubbed me the wrong way. And the, uh, let's say the reaction to that was I stopped writing. You know, I had a, a book underway. I was running through the chapters and all of a sudden I sat back and I started watching too many binging on Netflix uh, TV series. And I just dropped everything. I started eating more. I, not that I was lazy because I did walk and I did a lot of physical things, but I felt like I was getting off track. So this is what I write to you. I go to your website. I say, um, Anastasia, you know, I this is my world. And I do, I, I do offer um, hypnosis because I work with past life regression. But, you know, when yeah. you're, you, you can't seem to, our eyes only look one way. So we generally don't have the possibility of, of putting up a mirror and, and clearing yeah. ourselves. So what would you suggest? For me. Absolutely. So I would first say that always take what, what comes to you as a learning opportunity. Okay. So you might say I've fallen off track and I've done X, Y, and Z. There's definitely a, um, an opportunity to learn there. Mm-hmm. So check in and see, maybe there's a pattern that you're not picking up on. Maybe your body's really wanting you to check back in with yourself. Maybe there's some alignment that we have to do. So I always say there's a reason for everything. So if you're coming to me and you've lost track of your writing, you've been binge eating, watching videos, just falling off the path that you wanted to be on. Maybe there's something within you that's fallen without with, that's fallen out of alignment. Okay. So when you say so, out of alignment and being in alignment, can you clarify that a little bit? Yeah. So I always like to use our bodies, um, I use the example as like a car or a musical instrument. You have mm-hmm. to tune that musical instrument sure. before you play. Sure. 
And we can drive our cars to X, Y, and Z, but we still have to take them into the shop if it's not really getting us to our destination. And our bodies are the exact same way. Misalignments happen, whether it is running into people. Tuning up. You need a tune-up. You need a tune-up. You need a tune-up. All right. You do. All right. And so our bodies are no different than that. And sometimes (laughs) it takes other people to tell you like, hey, maybe you just need a tune-up. Maybe there's Anastasia, could you yeah. belt out a couple of bars so we can hear your voice? Sure. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> anything, anything. Okay. Um, okay. You were young, you was old, stole the light from your eyes. You've been trying to let go. But he's there in your side. Well, an angelic <laughs> voice, not only an angelic soul. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. It was a pleasure. And I'm going to add all of this information and hope that people will be able to find you. Okay. You have a great day and I hope to have you back sometime. Thank you. I would love that. Thank you so much. Great, great.